You tell a story, he does too. Can he one-up you? Well, that's up to you. Tell your best tale and you never know. You could be a winner on the one-upper show. Okay, and welcome back to the one-upper. I'm your host, Ted Blazak, and we're coming to you from uh, beautiful Cocoa Beach, Florida, and uh, and our open-air sound booth, and... uh, we have a guest who walked by and volunteered graciously to be on our show. And what's your name? My name's Aaron. A A R O N. A A Ron. A Ron. A A Ron. A Ron, like the Key and Peel sketch. Yeah. Substitute teacher. Yes. See, a lot of people find that one funny. That's why it's old now. Yeah, that's right. It is. It is old now. It's in like commercials for insurance now. Yeah, exactly. They actually did another video about that, which is also funny. So, well, A A Ron, where are you from? Well, originally New Hampshire. Oh, okay. I've been living around this area for like a decade now, just over, almost 11 years now. Oh, okay, cool. So I understand you've got an interesting story for us. I do, and actually I almost kind of broke what it was about to your co-host here, but I didn't because I was like, I'm just going to surprise him with this one. So back back in 2015, I actually hear... On the Florida coastline, I got bit by a shark. Wow. Yeah. Really? I'm not joking. Wow. On my right foot. And for the record, these stories are a lot more common than you'd think around here. Wow. Um, Granted, it's kind of ironic because the thing that got me into surfing was my little sister took me in New Hampshire, took me to see Soul Surfer about Bethany Hamilton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Back when that first came out in 2011. She lost her arm and then continued to be a surfer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Actually, it's funny because... um, I don't know. I'm not going to hear. I'm here to preach or anything. But um, another little part of this story that's even more fascinating is that I remember reading her story like before it ever connected. Before I was ever interested in surfing myself. Right. I was, you know, just a typical homeboy in New Hampshire. Yeah. Grew up in a Christian family. Yeah. And so before that story even broke on the news, I remember summer of 20, 2003, was, uh, October 2003 was when that happened. Yeah. And I remember sitting there in my room just listening to this music I'd been listening to all summer. Switchfoot's beautiful letdown record when that first came out. And that uh-huh. was like breakout record. Like everyone is into like Reliant K, my church youth group. I'm listening to Switchfoot. Like, yeah, I'm, you know. Yeah. So I'm listening to that on these like summer vibes because I don't want to deal with fall being there. And I just remember feeling this sinking feeling in my, in my gut, like something terrible just happened. And I don't know if there's any direct connection to that, but sometimes we're connected to things that we don't fully understand. And sure. I remember like reading this story later that that's what happened to this person that whose story ended up being what inspired me to get into surfing. And then ironically, I get bit by a shark years later myself. So, so, so I still have my the, foot, though. The sinking, uh, yeah, we should, the sinking feeling you had was the was the day that she got attacked. Yes, and, yes. and, and I, I had no it. idea what was going on with that. But then, actually, to, to bring this even more full perspective, yeah. like, my mom has that same kind of thing happen with her. Oh, yeah. So before I even, call, before I even called, my, called my mom, my parents are still in New Hampshire. I'm living out here by myself. Yeah. Before I even tell my mom about this, she told me later, and she wouldn't yeah. just make up something like this. Yeah. Um, I call her on the phone, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to scare her, right? You know, I'm yeah. sitting there waiting in the hospital. I got my foot bandaged up. I'm all yeah. right, you know. But I'm sitting there, and I drove myself back from where I was. So, uh, like, uh, it, all right. So, Actually, I kind of have to – I got to ask you. Can We We got to hear about the, the story actual, itself. I mean, I, I'm okay. impressed with the spiritual connection to the, the event, but how – what happened? Okay, so I'm a surfer, as it's probably obvious by now. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of people, I'm not famous, but I'm kind of pseudo-famous because a lot of people around here know me or think they know me. They see me with my van driving around or whatever else. Right. And this is one of these stories that always kind of gets me because I'm like, 
yeah, it did happen. I'm not making this up. I could, but it's not. I wouldn't do that. You know? Right. But it is that thing where, like, yeah, that actually happened. Reality is stranger than fiction. So I'm sitting there, Canaveral National Seashore. Most people know it as Playland Beach, but there's a whole other section, too. There's Klondike Beach, which is where I was. Uh-huh. Very remote section. You actually have to hike to get there. You can't. The only people on ATVs out there are the park rangers. You can't okay. actually get there other than if you hike there. Right. So I'm literally, the nearest person on the beach is probably about... I used to think it was a mile, and then I timed yeah. my hikes later once I was back on my feet. I hike about three and a half to four and a half miles an hour on soft sand, barefoot, carrying 50 pounds in a backpack. I can do that without thinking about it. Uh, yeah. That's not a bragging point. That's just the truth. Okay. Um, and I found that out later. So I used to think I was like a mile away from the nearest person on the beach. I was probably more two or three miles away from the nearest person on the beach. All right. Literally, they're a speck on the horizon. All right? So you're on a very, very isolated yes. beach. One of okay. the most isolated places you can get to in Florida without driving very far um okay and um so isolated i've seen uh, florida cougars out there like um, bobcats or wow. out there okay i've seen wild boar we, out there we all do sorts have of crazy some, stuff a really big nature preserve yes. near here so, uh, so so this is national seashore you're in right. a very remote place and then i'm sitting there on a soft top surfboard because i just it's crappy waves i don't want to break so you're board. floating on the water floating on the water not very far out to the ocean yeah and it's choppy surf yeah and my foot's actually cramping up, the one that got bit. So it's like kind of that thing, if you feel your foot kind of cramping, it's like the t- toes are kind of curling inward from yeah. a lot of yeah. exercise. Because I'd yeah. done hikes like that. I literally was carrying about 50 pounds in my backpack on purpose, yeah. overweighted on purpose, just for exercise. How impressive. And the surfboard itself probably weighed 20 pounds because it was like logged with water and things. And everything. Right. And, um, again, this is not to, this is just simply saying, like, you know, I mean, I weigh 130 pounds. I'm, I'm, I'm not the kind of person who should be doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. But so, that's what I do. And so, so your foot's cramping. Your foot's in cramping the water. Up. So I'm, like, trying to straighten it out with the muscles in yeah. my foot without, sure. like, moving it with my hand. Yeah. And I'm almost certain because the other foot wasn't doing that. And the other foot didn't get bit. So I'm guessing the fish saw it sitting there. And because I'm holding my own against the current, just kind of paddling with my arms on the side yeah. of the water. So it probably thought my foot was a fish. Because yeah. it's like looking up at it, sees the silhouette, doesn't see the leg and all that other stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's literally, this is another thing that, that also still kind of amazes me. You know, grace of God, I didn't, like, fight that thing. People think they're going to fight a shark, right? Don't think that way. Especially in Florida where they're smaller. Right. Um, and the reason why is because it's going to play into that shark's instincts to tell you, oh, it's a fish. And the fish are going to fight, and they're going to fight it back, right? All right, yeah. But it literally, it just it latched on. It was on and off. It felt like getting shocked by some electricity or something. Um, I have been shocked by 120 volt electricity before when I was a kid, so I know what that feels like. And um, yeah, so that that's um, something I just remember feeling. It's pretty. I'm pretty sure it's because all those different nerves all getting pinched all at once. You feel all that, so it feels yeah. the same as getting so, shocked. Yeah. So so uh, your foot's in the water, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you just feel this shock. I feel shock. Like I didn't flinch. electric shock. Kind of. Yeah. I didn't flinch. I didn't squirm. I just it was quick on, quick yeah. off. Um, the bone structure on a human is a lot harder than what a fish would be, so yeah. they're going to feel that in their teeth, and they're going to be like, yeah. you know, that's oh. not pleasant. And oh, oh, wow, yeah. really? So, oh, wow. you know, and, and again, like I've studied sharks a lot more since then. Like, yeah. watch their behaviors, watch wild animal behaviors. Observation yeah. is such an important thing. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I just, you know, and then I had to sit there. I, I remember feeling it and like. Laying down on the board, kind of curling my foot up to try to look at it, which wasn't really easy at the time. And like, so I'm like, all right, I gotta paddle in now. Um, yeah. Paddle in, 
And then that's when it starts bleeding is when I start getting up on the beach. You know, a bunch of little puncture wounds like that, which is what it is. Right. So they don't bleed as quickly as, like, scraping yourself, right? You know? Yeah. So it, it's, um, it's a different thing. Yeah. And so, like, did, like, part of your foot disappear or was no, it just? No, it just just a bunch of, like, teeth so marks. It, that's it. Bunch of, so the shark just took a bunch of bite and. Just, just it latched it on and then yeah. let go. But it broke the skin for broke sure. Broke the skin. That was it. Yeah. It like didn't cause many, any bone damage. How many how many holes or teeth Just marks? all the, I, I couldn't tell you, probably about 20 different wow. little punctures. Right, because they have a lot of teeth. Yeah. yeah. And, so. and it was like kind of just random spots and wow. some of the scars oh, so still there. Oh, so it kind of took a couple of nibbles at you. No, no. It's just all those teeth all at once. Oh, So it's wow. only, it only hit once. And this is actually a known fact about sharks, especially smaller ones around here. Yeah. They'll do what they call a test bite. And if they don't oh. know what something is, they may just latch onto it real quick, find yeah. out that's not what they're looking for, and they're like, okay, I'm going to keep going. So that, so you think that's what happened to you? That's test? exactly what happened. So uh, how did you see the shark at any time? I had seen. I've been out in the water plenty of times where sharks yeah. are swimming around me, and I just don't think about it much because yeah. you're not going to change the outcome of whether they choose to bite you or not. It's going to happen or it's not. It's just what it is. But, and most but often they're not going to do that. You didn't see this particular shark. I saw one that I'm pretty sure was the same one, and it matches the description. Like, after looking at the... Because I didn't see the shark when it bit me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the same shark. Yeah. Probably about a six... Five to seven foot long black tip shark. Yeah. Um, five the, to seven foot long. That's my guess based on wow. the, the tooth pattern from the, the scars. Wow. The spacing. You can kind of see the shape of where the jaw would be. So the jaws... Oh God. The jaws themselves were probably about, you know, four or five inches wide, right. you know, at the bite, like at the, the cheeks, essentially, yeah. not really what that is, but where the edges of the mouth go and everything. Yeah. Um, you got to remember sharks have the overlapping bite like that and the whole yeah. thing, or that type of shark does. Yeah. And um, black tips, for those who don't know, they're like miniature versions of, like, great whites almost. Like, they're not the same, but they have a similar characteristic. They're what you think of when you think of a shark. Yeah. Just smaller. Right. And they're okay. actually kind of cool looking. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've seen them up close. Actually, the year after that, I was out in the same or part of the same beach with a friend of mine, this girl I knew who just science here, just so you know, just science here. Right. So this person, I didn't know this. I wouldn't have thought of this because I'm a guy. I don't think of this stuff. Right. She was on her period. I didn't think of that. Oh. Right? And I didn't know this. Right. So this person's sitting there and we're just waiting in the water, you know, just like just enjoying life. And this shark, same size as the one that bit me, swims right by us, doesn't even look, just keeps going. And yeah. I'm totally floored because I, after getting bit, I'm actually more fascinated with sharks, especially yeah. when they leave you alone. I'm like, wow, that's so cool to just get close to that one again and not get bit, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, this beautiful little creature just swims right past us, just keeps going, doesn't even look at us. I'm like, did you see that? That was so cool. It's just like freaking out, running back in yeah. the water, back, back in the beach, rather. And I was just like, you know, I kind of felt bad because I, I wouldn't have known that that would have been, you know, I would have told her afterwards because the shark literally just left us alone. Sure. But it was just that thing, like sure. people have their that's, conceptions about it. The sh- even with that, the shark didn't think about that. Right. Didn't, they don't just hit on things just because they it's not what people think they, they right. may be just looking around like hey what's up they might even be full they might not even be interested in eating right. they're just swimming because they have so, to keep swimming well I'm um, okay so I got I got a, some follow up questions here. yes um, so how long after the incident was it before you went surfing again um, it took me a couple weeks so um, kind of finish that story just real quick oh, oh, yeah. um just well so i'm, I'm literally three miles away uh, yeah, so the, i called the, i call the yeah. uh, i call the Sorry. uh i call 911 actually i had just yeah. enough signal on my phone to do that just to let them know i was out there you know yeah and um i'm thinking it's gonna ring to the park rangers because i knew a park ranger out there at the time and she told me that 
that's what happens rings the park yeah. rangers. I'm so far out there. I'm basically in the next county, like oh. Lucia County. Out of Brevard, so, yeah. So what happens is that the first emergency responder that shows up on the beach, and I can tell this from a distance. I have my, my eyes are trained from like long distance hikes, day and night. I can see stuff. And I say this one character walking with a very certain authority that you don't see people walking on the beach like. Yeah. And this character has a very distinctive like navy blue color. I'm like, okay, that's an authority of some kind. Oh, it looks like it's raining here. Yeah. Um, so... It turned out this is a Titusville police officer. And um, a friend of mine waving at me. And um, so what happened is that this rang to the next county. When they figure out where I'm at, because I had to sit there and chat with them for a few yeah. minutes to let them know where I was. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize I'm talking to emergency, emergency dispatch somewhere in probably Volusia County. Uh-huh. And so, so they sent it to the Titusville police station. The Titusville police station responds, sending an officer all the way down the park road, all the way out there, uh-huh. to hike down the beach to meet me. And I've already hiked half the distance back, by the way, like dragging my foot with a towel wrapped around it through the sand, carrying all wow. my stuff. Really? Yeah. You didn't even leave your stuff? No. I would have no. left my stuff, man. Well, yeah, I, I know myself. Like, you got to know yourself and you got to know what your, your abilities are. I had plenty of like sugar type stuff. I had like power bars and things with me. Um, I had like some power aid and different things to yeah. you know keep me going. So I'd already done what I could to clean the wound up and then just wrapped it up and um and packed up. You just stuff. packed up and carried, carried it down. Your surfboard. And I just knew what I could do, so I just uh-huh. kind of got all the way down there. And then uh, I ended up having a couple of NASA ambulances that came up to, to respond wow. to it. So it was NASA ATV and stuff like that. And people were asking. There was actually a news crew out there even, which was crazy. Like, where did they come from? And um, so... Um, that was that was crazy. Some news crew even made it out there. Wow. Wound up, wound up on, like, night news, and I find this out oh. from my friends later. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So the one thing I get known for is that, right? Uh, but so. you're an incredible man. I got to tell you, I'm so impressed with your bravery and your and your and your level-headedness <laughs> bravery sometimes it's almost more stupidity like you know calculated stupidity I might say but you know but, but now but Cleaned the wound. You wrapped up. You made the call. You oh, started man. walking to the rescue point. I mean, well, that's so, damn so, impressive. So that's that's just all like again. That's just survival training stuff. That if you're smart, you train yourself to do. And that's just something I've learned. I'm going to need at some point. You know, well, that's, that's 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 really smart. That's well, that's really, that's a great story. So so now if, if it's go okay, ahead. go ahead. Now's the point in the show. Yes, where uh, I try to one up you okay. with my story. My. And I actually, believe it or not, have a shark story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was in uh, Belize and uh, uh, with a buddy of mine, Drew. And Drew and I uh, went walking <coughs> on the promenade, and some guy goes, oh, I'm selling fishing tours. And I, I love the fish. I really, and, I, and I've done deep-sea fishing a few times. And I was like, great, yeah. So we give him a little money, the deposit. And then they're going to come and pick us up the next day. Actually, I think I may have paid very foolishly for the full thing. Up okay. Front. So anyway, I'm expecting this big boat to pull up the next day. And it said it's these two little guys in this like eight foot long boat and with a single motor and, and two fishing rods. And it's, uh, it's shark tour slash fishing. Okay. Was the advertisement. And I'm like, holy shit, we didn't even want to get into this boat because it didn't look very safe. And these guys look incredibly sketchy. Um, but I paid the money, so I was going. <laughs> and so my friend Drew and I got on, and we said, we didn't want to do the fishing. We just wanted to see the shark. And they were like, okay, great. So they took us over to this area, this little island not too far away. And the guy goes, okay, when I say to, 
quickly get in the water out of the boat. And I go, oh, okay. And I get my underwater camera ready. And my friend Drew looks at me. He's, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not comfortable with this. And I'm like, Drew, it's just a, you know, it's just like a little sand shark. I'm sure it's nothing. And uh, so um, the guy throws a big piece of chicken over the boat. And I, and I jump in the water, and I get underneath, and I start taking pictures, and I get ready. And then out of nowhere comes this tiger shark. Ooh, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, 12 feet long and half a ton and the scariest goddamn thing I had ever seen in my life. And it grabs it. And as soon as I see it, I... I don't know why, but I still took a couple of pictures, and then at the same time, though, I'm like screaming, and I'm and I'm swimming up to the boat, and I grab the side of the boat, and I'm like, "Get me in! Get me in!" <laughs> and uh, and they get me in. And I'm like, "Back to the dock! Get those out! What the hell type of tour are you guys running here?" Oh, and, that sounds like fun. I'm yeah, not joking. That sounds yeah. like fun. I would I would want to oh. get up and pet that sucker. Oh, I'm my. not joking. I think we have real different perceptions of fun. Oh, I yeah. Really well, see, see, I mean, I have another story. It's not quite a one-up well, on this one. But well, is you it finish, finish your story? I got no, 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 no. That's it. That's it. I okay. Mean, if it's not. Is so, it not shark related? It's, we can it's, save it for it's wild, wild animal related. Okay. Okay. Right. I'll say this as quick as possible. Right. I was yeah, out camping stay. in. Kings Canyon, California, when I was living out there in 2019 with some friends. And so we're driving through Sequoia National Forest to get there. And I grew up in the woods, grew up sometimes going to the woods and seeing wild animals. Now, I know enough about bear behaviors like to know just enough. And uh-huh. so they pull over about a football field distance away across this little picnic area. There's yeah. broad daylight. There's a big, huge brown bear just sitting there snacking on, like, you know, honey or something, like uh, wild honey there. Right. Who knows what? And I just instinctively because i'm just like this i get out of the car knowing that if i get closer this bear is going to run away anyway right yeah but i get out of the car because i want this thing to see me i want to make that connection where it's not just seeing the car but it's seeing me sitting there and um so all my friends are freaking out like what are you doing what are you doing get back in the car i'm just like i stand up sure enough this thing like locks eyes with me right now it just sits there and just doesn't really do much it kind of gets ready to start turning around and leaving right but for me i mean like to me that's just the way i am like i i i know that there's danger in that. I know there's a potential that that thing could do something. At the same time, I'm like, no, I'm just going to sit there. I want to be close to this thing. I want to okay. see. I want it to acknowledge me okay. too. So. so, I think the point of your story, then, is that you're you're just not afraid of these wild, ferocious creatures that the rest of us would avoid I, instantly. I wouldn't put it that way, actually. It's not that I'm not afraid. It's that I know how to channel that fear in a different direction. All right. Um, just like surfing, you know, you got to face the fear of the ocean hitting you in the face every time you paddle out, right. especially on heavier days. All right. Um, well, that's that's actually a perfect ending point for this yeah. interview, All right. because uh, if you can uh, channel your fear so that you can stand up to wild bears or wild <laughs> sharks uh, or have been bitten by a shark, we want to hear your story. So please send it to us at the uh, one upper dot show at Gmail dot com audio video or uh, written. And we're going to put you on the air. And if your story one-ups these, uh, and I'm going to, by the way, you win, because <laughs> the shark bit <laughs> you. To. Yeah, no, no shark bit me. So uh, so uh, we, we love to hear you, and we're going to send you a T-shirt. So it's oneupper.show at gmail.com. And remember, to, in our description below, you can see all our social media links, and we just love to hear from you. So thank you. Thank you. 
The One Upper Show is brought to you by Trailblazing Canvassing and The Burning Sage Productions. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.